The nation's first cancer center, Roswell Park Cancer Institute, has set the standard for today's multidisciplinary approach to the highest quality cancer care. Here's another episode in our podcast series, Cancer Talk, with Bill Klaproth. A cancer diagnosis changes your life and the lives of the closest people to you. It impacts you physically, emotionally, socially, every way imaginable. And some people with a cancer diagnosis need an extra level of care and support, and supportive palliative care can provide specialized relief and care. To help us learn more is Dr. Amy Case. She is the Clinical Chief of the Supportive and Palliative Care Program at Roswell Park Cancer Institute. Dr. Case, thank you for your time. So overall, what is the role of supportive palliative medicine in cancer care? Hi, Bill. Uh, thank you for inviting me to talk to you today. Um, mm-hmm. Supportive and palliative care um, is, is a medical subspecialty where a team of trained professionals can be called in um, to see patients who may be struggling with serious or chronic illness. And uh, patients who have cancer who are undergoing treatments may have some physical symptoms such as pain, nausea, constipation, trouble sleeping, um, where we can help uh, take care of them. And to palliate means to help feel better. So our team really is a quality-of-life team, and we provide treatment alongside uh, the oncology treatments that the patients receive. And we take care of both the physical, uh, the emotional, and the spiritual parts of a patient's life. So we provide a team-based approach with social workers, chaplains, nurses, physicians, and we all meet with the patient. We try to help them with symptom management uh, ability to cope and maybe some psychosocial support in the home and things like that, and as, as well as some spiritual support when they're going through a rough time. So supportive care at Roswell then is used in conjunction with treatment because I just want to be clear, a lot of people think palliative care is generally used for end of curative treatment. However, at Roswell then you say you use it to maintain quality of life for some people basically from diagnosis throughout their cancer journey. Correct. I think when people hear the word palliative, they get that mixed up with hospice. And the two um, can be a continuum, but generally we get called earlier in the trajectory of the disease. And we prefer to see patients sooner rather than later and when they're still quite healthy. And, And we try to help them early on cope with having cancer and trying to provide an extra layer of support. They do not need to give up any cancer treatments, they can continue to have their chemotherapy, immunotherapy, radiation, surgery, whatever it is they are going to be having. But in addition, they can have uh, quality of life care, which in some of the medical literature has been shown for people to actually have an increased survival when they receive palliative care in addition to their oncology care. Um, in In addition, patients who receive palliative care in addition to oncology care um, often report a better quality of life, an improved mood, um, and better symptom control. And that's a report based, both the patients and the families report those um, improvements in their quality of life. So it, it's a win-win as far as I'm concerned, and you do not need to give up anything. So basically then it's appropriate for patients of any age and at any stage of their illness and is provided together with curative treatment. And as you say, it's got such great benefit because of the support team that's around them. Correct. Generally, we get involved with patients who have more complicated, um, either physical and emotional needs. 
um, because generally if, if they don't have a lot of complaints or, or, or issues going on, the oncologist will manage um, some mild things. But if the patient is having more complicated um, symptoms that are not being able to be managed, um, we will get called in as experts to help provide an extra layer of support. We have 24-7 coverage. We have after-hours phone support, and, and we are uh, having the ability to uh, manage pretty much any symptom. And one of the main ones that we focus on is pain, um, but we also manage several other um, physical and emotional symptoms that may arise. So what are some of the techniques you use for pain for a person that's in supportive care? So we, we look at patients in a holistic manner. So when we see a patient and in, in, in their family, if, if they come with them to the clinic, um, we do a very comprehensive hour-long evaluation, which includes a full um, survey of, of all of the symptoms they may be having and an assessment and a physical exam. And we do a very complex um, intervention, and we have them meet several members of our team, including social work as well. So we, we, we try to assess their physical needs, whether it be a pain or other symptoms, constipation, nausea. We have a whole arsenal of medications that we use um, to treat pain and other symptoms that maybe the oncologist isn't trained in, but we're trained in, in managing. So we have, for example, I'm board certified in pain management as well as um, palliative care. So I'm triple board certified in internal medicine as well. So our team, you know, they're, we're experts and we, we manage uh, the pain and the symptoms using many different modalities, including both medication and also non-medical, um, non-medication methods. Sometimes we refer people for, um, you know, a procedure or, or we'll refer somebody for, you know, we'll talk to them about how to cope better and, and how to manage um, with, for example, meditation or, or we send them for psychotherapy to help uh, speak to somebody about their emotional um, grieving uh, process or their coping. So it's all areas of treatment that you get involved with then. Correct. And can you also talk about certain areas of expertise that you have, including communication and palliation of cancer? Sure. Um, our team is special trained in communication skills. And um, one may think that physicians um, graduate from their training being very good at communication and um, talking to patients about their disease and what to expect. But often physicians uh, find this very challenging and they, they tend to kind of talk in a way that sometimes patients don't understand and their families may walk out feeling a little confused or, or like they don't really know fully what's going on. And part of our team is to help the oncologist. And we often have meetings with families um, and we include the oncologist because they're also part of the team. And we have a social worker present we t in the family present. And we talk just about the big picture, about everything that's going on. We, we try to keep it on very simple terms and, and not use big medical jargon or language. And really just kind of uh, talk about risks, talk about benefits of treatments, uh, next steps um, in different ways of supporting the patient no matter what is happening in their life and trying to find out what's important to them, what their goals are, and trying to meet those goals. Everybody's different and everybody has different goals, and we try to tailor um, and individualize the treatment plan to fit the patient and their family.
Well, that treatment plan, that's so important. And what you've talked about, the planning for continuing care needs, healthcare decision-making, you said you give emotional support as well as spiritual support. So it really is a well-rounded plan, and I could see where it is very beneficial to a cancer patient that is in that type of support care. And Dr. Case, can you talk about the role of supportive care then in growing the cancer survivor community? Yes. Um, actually, the the program at Roswell Park encompasses um, the palliative, supportive and palliative service, the pain management service, and also a wellness, survivorship and wellness center. And so all of these programs are intimately connected. And so if a cancer patient uh, is cured of their cancer and they are a survivor, they still may be left with some scars from that treatment, and they are healing. They're, they're in their healing process. And so they may follow up with our survivorship clinic, which is housed in the same clinic as the supportive clinic. So there's a lot of overlap. And if a patient is having complicated pain, for example, as a result of a surgery they've had or, you know, they've had nerve damage after their chemotherapy, um, many patients end up with peripheral neuropathy, which is a nerve damage in their hands and feet after they receive chemotherapy. And, you know, they can send patients our way and we can help manage pain and then they can go back and see the, the, the team of, of uh, people caring for them in their survivorship clinic. So the, the two are intimately um, combined right. and interactive. Well, so good. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, that's so good to hear, and thank you for explaining that to us. And Dr. Case, uh, again, thank you for your time in talking about supportive and palliative care at Roswell Park. We really appreciate it. And for more information, visit roswellpark.org. That's roswellpark.org. You're listening to Roswell Cancer Talk. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.